there's things that just don't work with like the atmosphere that I'm in. Like you can't keep doing this. Like this is not right. I'm talking about fucking butt sex and fucking weird shit, and I just can't have the door open, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to talk about that with your family around. It's it's entertaining though. I mean, my dad has said some shit that I'm like, okay, like. And same with my mom, too. Yeah. But, I mean, we've always been kind of, like, an open family. We, like, we talk about our BMs and shit like that, but, like, sexual crap, like, even though it's, like, a good joke, it's, like, it's awkward. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Confession Post podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. I am Von Dark. And uh, as we point out, as usual, um, so the Confession Post website, confessionpost.com, is where people confess to the, about their personal feelings or about their experiences. And normally if they get feedback, it's in the form of comments on message boards. But here we're doing a podcast about it. And uh, Rosanna was just talking, to, or found Von Dark was just talking about <laughs> her family. And I thought I would segue into uh my first confession which is about family um so the title is our weird family eats breakfast in our underwear so when my wife had her first baby she went from full-time work to part-time one day he puked on her dress and she had to change just as she was about to go (coughs) up the door so on work mornings she started eating breakfast in just her panties and she would breastfeed and then put on her bra and dress I had a few vomits on my shirt, too, and just started eating breakfast in my undies and then finishing getting dressed. Fast forward, as the kid grew and we had another baby and then a third, we would all eat breakfast in our underwear and get dressed after. When the kids were toddlers and in high chairs, it would be excuse me, diapers only and topless. Second and third children were girls. Even in elementary school, we would all sit around the table topless and joke, it's in case we spill. Now the oldest girl's 11, and she is asking to cover up. But my wife has become quite insistent that we should all be comfortable seeing each other's bodies. I am weirded out, but go along Mm -hmm. with it. Well, I think he has a a right to feel weirded out. I'm I'm of the opinion you shouldn't see your parents naked. No, I mean... I've accidentally seen things like, <laughs> like, <clears throat> you know, wish I didn't. Oh, God. Like, can't. Well, I guess now that I'm old enough, because it happened when I was really young, I'm pretty sure. Like, I can't pinpoint, but I know I've seen them. And, like, yeah. Anyway, so, and that's enough for me, right? Like, or yeah. even, like, um, have you ever walked in on your parents, like, doing anything? No, fortunately. Okay. No. Well, yeah, you're very fortunate. Yeah, so, you you're that. very, very, very fortunate. <laughs> I have. Um, I didn't know, like, what the fuck. Like, we were in a new place. We just moved. And, like, I was, like... 
I guess around 11, you know, like, and I, like, think, like, some weird noises were happening in the house, right? And I was, like, up, I was, I guess, like, it's so weird, like, actually, like, looking back on it, I was always kind of, like, a night owl. I was, I always ended up kind of staying up a little later or I couldn't sleep or something, but it's probably just because of the ADD, but anyway, there was, like, this fucking squeaking, and, like, I'm a fucking, like, I hated myself ever since, like, but I totally was, like, oh, my God, there's ghosts in this house, and, like, I, like, swear to God, my parents, like, thank God for fucking blankets. Thank yeah, God for sure. blankets. <laughs> but I know exactly what happened, and I was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, it's good that they still have that in their marriage because they say that's the first thing to go, right? They don't have that anymore. I don't oh, think. okay. I don't think. I don't think. I'm not 100%. Well, you're probably not going to inquire anyway, are you? There was one time I did say something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I will admit this. Like, okay, so... Um, I wasn't expecting this. I was hanging out with, like, one of my friends that's pretty local. And he, like, ended up taking me home. And I don't think my parents, like, expected me to come back. And they were, like, just, like, watching TV, eating a bunch of, like, hors d'oeuvre type things. You know, just, like, a fucking cheese platter, right? And I come in and I'm, like, hey. Like, and they're, like. They're like kind of pissed off that I came back, and they're like, "What if we were naked?" I'm like, "Whatever, you guys don't have sex anymore." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they do. Maybe that was kind I, of their confirmation. I, I had two, literally, had two different reactions to that, and it was like, Dad was sad, and Mom was like pissed. <laughs> oh, okay. Like Mom was like, I was like called out. Anyway. I have to try and keep this down because they got like one of them's got new hearing aids and I don't know how like oh. loud I can be. <laughs> well, how old are they now? Oh, they're in their like sixties, something like that. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. No, I love them to pieces. They're awesome. They're like the best parents ever. But it's just like it's just kind of funny because like me and dad are like we we had like we were close. Like, I'm not, like, I don't have daddy issues, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not one of those girls. Because, yeah. like, you'd be I don't know. What? I'd be a stripper. Sp- yeah. <laughs> well, I thought about being a stripper, and Wait, I took pole dancing lessons, so, like. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have to have daddy issues to be a stripper, but. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but it does seem to help you i guess business-wise well i've I've noticed women who uh well who who had no father around growing up they tend to end up with the worst men because they Mm. want they want a strong masculine presence in their life and i've ended up with like the worst people possible too so like i get it like the guy (laughs) guy who owns the strip club like some fucking 55 year old guy (laughs) who's really sleazy and Maybe borderline abusive as well. Sometimes he's the DJ. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. like, he's also, he's the owner and the DJ. You know what I mean? Like, we both, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're just drawn to power and um, 
they want to compensate for the lack of the strong male presence. And yeah. Oh, okay. So that's the daddy issue thing. I never really fully understood it myself. Like, I'm like, what is daddy issues? Like, yeah. It's like, well, then there's abuse, of course. That's a whole other. True. True. And I mean, this is the other thing too. Um, it is a psychologically thing. Like, it's psychologically proven that a lot of like daughters like really look up to their fathers sometimes like because they're at a young age they don't totally fully understand how like emotions work but some girls do sort of like have a love that's a little bit thicker for their fathers than most you know what i mean like they like that like at a young age and i i believe that is because you just don't understand what emotions are. Because, like, man, I remember, like, it took me fucking, like, 10 to 15 years to sort out through the emotions that I was, like, given. And then I hit, like, you know, puberty in the mix of that. So I had to sort out, like, being heightened. You know what I mean? It's like shit sucked it's like just when you think you have a fucking handle on on shit you're like whoa some other shit's happening and i mean i'm not talking in respect of like crushes on your dad i'm just like generally speaking you know like you have all of that right away right like just what you're going through humanly and then you have like the other shit on top of it so it can get kind of like weird real fast. Well, I was reading about how <laughs> some, a lot of fathers, they fall in love with their daughters. It's not necessarily a sexual thing. And maybe the daughters also kind of have those feelings for their father where it's, it's a non-sexual crush. And yeah. Others and yeah. sons can have that too. Um, but well, did, did I ever tell you about that book, My Secret Garden? No, yeah, you've mentioned yeah. it. I know you've mentioned that a few times because I remember yeah. that. Yeah, there were father-daughter fantasies in there. Not that these women wanted oh, yeah. their father, but they admitted that secretly they had entertained that fantasy. Yeah. So, and then I think I also mentioned the dog part. But anyway, that's a whole other... Yeah, there was a bunch yeah. of animal stuff in there. Like, I remember... And this is like, what? Like, people... Like, it was New York-ish... Like, this person was, like, based out of there, wasn't it? Well, the, the book was published, I think, in the late 70s or maybe early. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see what would happen if someone did that now, because people are even more open about their sexual preferences than ever. People, oh, like, man. Yeah. Like older we people. need to, like, open up this conversation a little bit more on confessions. But, like, I noticed, and... I'm just going to say this because I told you I like I suggested that we could like enter our own confessions or whatever and just like see if they get picked kind of thing whatever right so I had done one (laughs) I had done one and the way that it's formatted is uh it's actually kind of interesting because it like almost forces you into another category when you enter it so yeah. there's like more sexual ones that like if you click on something else 
Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, just something to like look into. We might find juicier things if we like go to the side, whatever it is that they're like advertising. There's that. But um yeah. They do censor you, and I mean that's why we see all those like little stars and things, and sometimes we can't figure out what words they're using, because I guess it got censored, and like some things that go through, they go through, but I'm sure there's a lot of missed stuff, or they might be going through to another site too. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. we always know what the censored stuff is. Yeah, man. Like that's the other part that bothers me. I'm like, man, I don't even know what that word is supposed to be. Like, <laughs> is that like, is that like buttholes? Like, it's, you get the first letter and that's all you get. Well, those stars are like tractor beams <laughs> for my eyes. So if I see that, like, it's like I was thinking today about those parental advisory labels on record albums, and mm-hmm. that just made me want to buy it more, right? Mm-hmm. It was like that. That to me was an endorsement that said this is probably a really good album. So totally. it did, didn't uh, didn't work on me anyway. Didn't work out. <laughs> uh, right, I was so never you- really allowed to buy like fucking. Um, I had to be careful about what I selected when I bought things around certain parents like if i bought like a cd around my dad i had way more leeway than my mom well you knew it was really hardcore if it had the parental advisor label and an additional sticker on the cellophane like that yeah was, you know it was bad then yeah but then you could peel that sticker off and put it on whatever you wanted if you're good enough at <laughs> yeah man that's what i would do i was like man sweet like I got a parental advisory fucking sticker I can stick on my fucking CD player. What's up? <laughs> well, now you can get like t-shirts and hats and all kinds of shit with that. So you- Oh yeah, I have a t-shirt. Well, I had like sort of like, this little cutoff one. And I was like so happy. Like once I found it, fucking Forever 21. Oh really? They had it? Yeah. Man, okay. So the things I've bought at Forever 21. A fucking Wu-Tang shirt. The parental advisory fucking shirt and a fucking shirt that says legends on it. And it has Tupac, Easy and Biggie all on the same goddamn shirt. Wow. Who would have thought? I know, right? (laughs) But I mean, it's true, though. All them people are like the legends. Like they all died too soon. But oh, yeah. um, Shit, what were we talking about before that? I had something else. It doesn't matter. We'll just get on to our next confession because we, like, yeah. totally just, like, fucked around. <laughs> no, it's fine. What's your first confession? I'm going to figure it out. One second. Okay, so yeah. um, I'm going to go with the uh, adult bookstores one. Okay. <laughs> when I travel alone... I am always hoping to find an adult bookstore with glory holes. I can't help but get excited about the thought of a hard cock coming through the hole or feeding mine to a stranger. I have sucked quite a few and fed many more mouths. No one knows. I can't wait to do it again. 
I really like cock, but not attracted to guys. Well, all right. I don't know if there are porn stores anymore because the, the internet is pretty much, you know, eliminated that market. I think if you wanted bookstores, to... Bookstores, though, like he said yeah. bookstores. I'm that like, is this 19- like a specific thing like that we don't even know about as sort of like a grinder a deal? Like, yeah, that'd be a gay bookstore. I don't think... Yeah, right? Like, like yeah. I mean, I'm a female and I don't... I can't take part in that because they don't like vagina. Well, so. maybe, maybe, maybe lesbians but, had, like, holes for vaginas or tits. Well, no, I mean, if it's a glory hole, I could suck a dick there. Well, yeah, that's that's the point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing going I could. There. I could sneak in, and they'd be like, oh, my God. Because, <laughs> like, <coughs> here I come in with my forked tongue. Surprise, oh, yeah. right? Like, it'd be very popular, that's this, for sure. It'd be good. But they'd be, like, so sad. It'd be, like, the worst, like, thing ever to find out. <laughs> so with the that with the tongue being that way, is that almost like a two-for-one deal since it one... It kind of is. You can wrap it around, right? Like, it does work. But you need to, like, work your tongue muscles out enough so that they, like, can grab stuff. And your cut needs to be, like fairly far back to be able to like do cooler things with it oh yeah and mine is sort of like midway i think i have like maybe one one inch ish to go one or two i could probably press two and i can guarantee you if you really wanted to service a glory hole things could be arranged somebody would set that up for you yeah i'd be like yo like i know i'm a girl but i'm like not really a girl like personifically <laughs> i mean i'm more like a dude most times <laughs> i just wear makeup but you know you're just seeing the mouth but i mean that's if i wanted to suck a lot of cock and i'm like I kind of just, I'm, I, I want to lay off of that for a little while. Well, I mean, you know, if, 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 an es- if an escort had that particular attribute, I imagine she'd be very popular. She'd be making a lot of money. Oh, that man. could even, and, you know, that would be a selling point too, I think. Maybe she could raise her prices, you know. For sure. And I, <coughs> believe me, <coughs> with the way the world's going right now, I thought about it. Because I'm well, like, fuck, like. How do you live? Like, how does anyone live? Yeah, I don't know. I could, like, easily just be a dom for a while and not fuck anything. Yeah, you Like, don't... I have actually, I have one person, one person right now that's just, like, I will, like, he he wants that. And I'm, like, I'm holding off and holding off and holding off because I, I think I just want to, like, get to know this person a little bit more. And also be better prepared for the situation. But, like, you know, like, you know, you need some fucking serious side hustles because, like, gas is up, living's up, fucking rent is ridiculous. It's like, man, you may as well start being a hooker. (laughs) Well, people are starting to set up homes in shipping containers. That's how desperate people are now. Shipping container homes are sick, though. Like, you can some make some are. sick ones. Some people and have done some really impressive stuff with them, yeah. You can make a pool with one shipping container, and it's dope. You mean, like, um, 
You set that, it in ground. Um, oh, yeah, or jacuzzi, you could do that, too. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, like, if you just, like, I mean, say, like, you would have to buy the shipping containers, and they used to be cheap. I don't know how much they are now. I have no fucking clue. They're probably really expensive or not, like... Anyway, like, those things, like, you can, if you did, like, say, two side-by-side ones, you'd have a nice fucking pool. All you need is somebody to, like, cut the fucking thing and, like, you know, mold it, set it, and then you need to put, like, a fucking, all the other shit in there. Um, Like, a lining, obviously. But you can, like, set it in ground and have a fucking pool. And then you can fucking put it on ground and have a fucking, like, house. (laughs) You know, shipping containers, like, I actually, like, fell a little bit in love with them. Just a little bit. Are you like me in that you don't like to sit in a jacuzzi with someone you don't want to have sex with? (laughs) (laughs) It's people's, too. It's 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 warm water, you know. Yeah, and it's. It's, you know, it's going to turn into egg drop soup if you're not careful. And, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. But, but, but to sit with your relatives, because there's something about warm water like that that can get that those juices flowing, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, honestly, like, I've been, okay, so I've been in, a question, in questionable places with, like, hot, um, what is it, those fucking hot tubs and shit. Like, out in BC, I was actually privileged to be, like, part of, like, sort of the hippie festival community. And Mm -hmm. I met some, like, really incredible people and did some incredible things, but also been a part of some questionable things. Questionable. Because it's just, like, how many people were in this hot tub? How clean was everyone? Well, I don't what know. What are we all doing in here? Like, I don't, I don't know if they put chlorine in those or not. Oh man, like they they usually took really good care of it. Like as yeah. far as I knew, you know, because like they were like, you know, they I've seen tests and whatnot, but like still, you're just like, there's been people in and out. They're like naked running around, you know, like. <laughs> well, one thing that's trendy in BC is the outdoor jacuzzi. A lot of people. Oh man, it's so good. And a bear. I've been privileged to this, and like Rec Beach. Rec Beach is like a nude beach, right? So like, Rec Beach, when you get on it, there's like the, you know, public area, and I mean that's sort of more for the exhibitionists because the nude part is like part of that right so you're like as soon as you get on that beach is naked people so you off to say like yeah it's the right hand side you can go to the left but there's not much over there but the right hand side you go like along the shore and there's these little sort of secret alcove areas right like oh like and it's all sand it's not rocks it's all like awesome sand and it's warm out because bc usually has beautiful weather the fucking water isn't terribly fucking cold because it's not over here (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Jesus Christ, sometimes you're like, you better get like nice and hot before you get in the ocean in here because you might get hypothermia. You might. You just might. Because it's fucking cold. It really is. <laughs> it's fucking cold. But yeah, um, BC, beautiful for that shit. You could like go on the beach and be naked in a little private area that like maybe one or two people walk by, but whatever. That's one or two people. At least you're not fucking in the old wrinkly section. <laughs> the people that don't care. <laughs> Well, you know, I kind of envy that, you know. What, I wish you, I didn't care. <laughs> are you comfortable enough to? to no, walk not on the main beach. beach. No, I like I like being private. But like when you're like private, I've seen some some of the most beautiful bodies walk by me. This most beautiful fucking black lady. She was just like the best curves, and she was like naked. I was like, holy shit. You're like a goddess. Like I was like drooling over it, but I was also like on mushrooms that day too. <laughs> we all had like mushroom rice crispy squares. It was like everybody at the shop, all the girls, we like decided to have a beach day. We're like, fuck work, we're going to be to the beach. And we had mushrooms and like stayed to the like through the whole day till the moon came out. We saw the moon. It was awesome. Like it was like one of the coolest fucking experiences. Like, BC, highly recommend. That is the place to go. Because, like, you get, I mean, <laughs> you'll get, if you go to a place like that, you'll get a lot of interesting people, but you'll get a lot of fucking amazing people. It's so cool. Yeah, from the sounds of it. <laughs> it's a polyamory sort of, like, paradise if you like tap into the right places yeah that's true okay so we um we finished oh, we're like course. fucking going way off track like <laughs> so we finished with words right oh you 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 did the one of the glory hole so yeah I was, yeah i was about to yeah, you go. say that oh, yeah i think those are only found in like gay bars and gay clubs at this point yeah it's like a dude thing yeah, but they they can also get laid in the fucking. Bush. There's like maybe the odd truck stop, probably. Maybe. Well, the ones that had the truck stop horrors, maybe. Oh, a lot lizards. Well, I mean, I That's I think what they're called a lot lizards. <laughs> I I just don't see why prostitution should continue to be illegal. You know, mm. it's a victimless crime. Unless the prostitute's underage, that's a different scenario, but. All right, so my yeah. next one is uh, all right. So it goes. It's a short one. The title is Three Men Are in Love with Me Right Now," and I am leading them all on. I have no plans to ever date any of them. So I think that's I think that's cruel. Bitch. Um, yeah, that's not cool. Don't string people along. That's not fair. They have better things to do with their time. Than to fuck around with somebody who's fucking around with your time. I know I've had experiences in the friend zone where I got the impression that the woman didn't want to date me, but she seemed to enjoy the attention that came from having this puppy dog following you around. And you know what I'm saying? Like I won't lie. Um, like I like as a woman, I like 
I do enjoy the attention, but it's not like I get that a lot. Like, I get it from a lot of the people that I don't know or um, are just, like, kind of not right for me. And the people that I like, they're not the people who are interested. Well, you know? To lead them on, though, that's... No, I wouldn't ever do that. I'd, I'd be, like, so straight up with them. I'd be like, look... I love the fact that you're giving me this attention, but I can't get this back to you. Like, I can't give it to you the way that you want it, you know? And I'm sorry, like, but we can have fun. We can be friends and there's friends with benefits. This is what I can give to you because this is what I have for you. But to like lead people on and think that that's not right. You have to be like, you have to, be honest also it would also be a compromise of your safety to act like you're into the person when you're not because what if they're what if they're they're just psychotic and you you lash out at you you know because there are it's true it's it's dangerous in that respect because i know um in in another respect um i've been straight up with people and they've been that way Oh, yeah. And, like... So, it's, like, it's fucked up. Like, you really, like, you can't fuck with people's emotions. Um, They have different expectations than you. And, like, if you don't, like, if you... All you can do is be vocal about it. And, like, you know, as a woman, it gets fucking scary. Because, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there was... um... I once worked at this place and there was this girl there who was very flirtatious and she seemed to have this feeling like every guy should know that she's not really interested in dating them. And uh, so a lot of guys would develop crushes on her and then she'd get angry at them for not knowing. But the thing is, they can't read her mind, you know, and she did this. No, you have to be clear. Like, you can't be like so fucking over the top nice of people like, you know, like tease. Yeah. And there was yeah, a- it's like that. That is like, I mean, it's a, it's a shitty. It's, it's almost like a shitty thing to say, but like it's true. There's cock teases. There's like, I'll even call it a clit tease. Like, <laughs> yeah, that you know, was it happens on both spectrums, but it happens more so with us women, because I feel like it's so weird. Like. In our DNA, we, like, we kind of feel like we need that to get by. And it's sad because, like, we don't really, like, we've come a long way. It's not the, like, 1800s, you know? Um, Like, women, they just, like, resort to, like, being the, like, flirtatious thing and I think like some of us just don't really know what we're doing exactly which sucks because I mean if you know what it's like to get your fucking feelings hurt and toyed with you would know to not do that so um you know like it wouldn't make sense to be that way but like some of these people just haven't had that like thing shoved in their face yet you know, yeah. and some of these people, like, they're just so vapid and whatever. They, like, literally just get by on their looks, and they've been doing that for so long that they're just, like, 
almost like not complacent, but like just I don't know, oblivious to how things actually work. Well, those women really become miserable when they become old because oh man no like they have the worst life usually yeah i mean i i mean i find mature women attractive but society by and large does not and so when your whole life has been about looks well they're yeah eventually and uh what what else have you got after that fade man looks fade but like intelligence and all that shit is forever you know like it is I saw recent pictures of, of Pamela Anderson. She's still good looking, but she's in her 50s. And so she's not going to have the same a, a popular appeal that she had in the 90s. Well, just, I mean, uh, when have you heard of her last? I heard something. She's got something. Like a on. little blip in the radar, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I think she really has to like produce something or it's harder. She's got to like kind of be like a fucking for, <clears throat> forefront person in something to yeah. really like get her shit back out there. But what about like Cindy Crawford? What about like people that we grew up with as supermodels? Fucking um, shit. The wafer chick from fucking England. What's her name? Kate Moss. Yes. Yeah. She- yeah. Heroin chic, yeah, I remember that. Kate, Kate Moss, Naomi Campbell, um, fucking uh, like, there's another one. She was she was called the Chameleon. She was in George Michael's fucking music video. The only model. Uh, uh, Evangelista. Linda Evangelista. Yes. Yeah, she's from Peterborough. I Ontario. fucking love her, man. She's amazing. She's beautiful. The only model I ever liked was um. Helena Christensen, she was in Chris Isaac's video. Okay, for- yeah, no, she had beautiful lips, man, and go- yeah. the most gorgeous eyes. Holy yeah. fuck, her eyes. Okay, so <clears throat> let's talk about eyes for one second. Let's veer off for a minute. Deborah Mazar. I don't know who that is. Oh my god, you needed her eyes. I love her eyes. Okay, do you remember um, Batman? With the Riddler and Tommy Jones. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Okay. Sugar and Spice. I don't rec- I don't know. See, I don't know if I actually saw the movie. Ah. Uh, <coughs> okay. So Tommy Jones had like two girl sidekicks. Drew Barrymore was Sugar, and Deborah Mazar was Spice. And Deborah Mazar, I'm just like, ugh. she's got a little gap tooth, green eyes. Oh, my God. I love her. She's so cute. Like, I fucking... And her... Um, oh, man. There's, like, so many fucking, like, chicks that are, like, super old right now that I would still do. <laughs> well, I'd still do Dolly Parton. Uh, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, me too. Right? Her voice? Oh, my God. <sighs> it, <clears throat> and then... um. There's another actress that had a really cute voice, uh, Joey Lawrence. She yes. Was, um, chasing Amy. Yeah. She yeah. She's cute. I fucking love her. And she's like, whenever when she hit like, oh my god, and her boobs, you could you saw her boobs in one of them. She's like the cutest little boobs. She's so cute. Oh yeah. I love her, and she has the best smile. Like, 
When she smiles, it's her whole fucking face. It's so cute. Well, one thing that's that's fascinated me for a long time is that, you know, I never thought like Winona Ryder was so gorgeous. But oh I, man, she's but, so cute too. But there are all these there are all these men, these celebrities who have met her and just fallen head over heels in love with her. So they're, maybe it's it's a, charisma. It's charisma, yeah. right? But Johnny Johnny Depp got a her name. Oh man, did you see like you must have saw that footage of them in the nineties, right? Like Yeah, yeah. They at were... the awards show. Yeah. And they look so cute too. Like she's like she looks really pretty there too, right? She's like classic, like classic fucking nineties shit. And he looks so young, like and he's just like you know, paying her respects and shit. I'm like, that guy, like He's a fucking romantic. Like that guy's a romantic. He's yeah, a hopeless fucking romantic. He was a he was a big sex symbol back then too, so that definitely helped him. Oh man, like he fucking he was just like he had okay. So the looks, charisma, all that. Like he was like he was like David Bowie, but like more rock star. Like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> David Bowie was more alien. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but oh. yeah, fucking what we okay. We should probably get back on track. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what we're talking about. We like went way off track. So we we concluded by saying it's 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 wrong to lead people on. It's hurtful to other people and it can in sometimes invite violence if the person's particularly unstable yeah it's not cool it's not cool like you're fucking with people's emotions and like honestly like really when you look at it like the big perspective is to me is you're wasting their fucking time oh yeah you're taking away from them getting to know somebody else that's more meaningful well for years like that's bullshit and that's time that they will never get back Oh yeah, well, for years with the shit. For years, I wanted to to read something like that to find out. Like, I always thought there must be women who enjoy having these friend zone guys. No, I mean I don't. I like I try to tell people, man. I try to tell people so much. I'm like, man, like I am not the person. Like, (laughs) you know, like I'm in and out. I dip in and out. I have eighty. ADD, ADHD, I have my own life to deal with, and I still don't have that shit in line completely, so, like, you know, like, please, like, patience, like, if you, if, like, if I'm still talking to you, then that means something, right, like, but I'm not gonna, like, tell you that, like, I love you, or, like, things like that, I'm not gonna be, like, that, you know, like, I'm at least communicate. <laughs> so like, like literally, that's all you owe people because life happens. Right? For sure. You know. And like, it sucks, man. But like, I hate people when they do that. It's like, do you not have anything else to do with your life than, like, you know, spend time leading somebody on? Yeah, and also that's kind of a male privilege. Men like to have women. You know, multiple women. Yeah, it's nice to be adored. I got it. Like, 
fuck. Like, it feels good to feel wanted, you know? And that makes a man more attracted to other women, doesn't it? If if the women know that there are a lot of women who are... Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Some of us don't really give a fuck. They're like, oh, you know, like... Some of us, like, we'll duck out of the competition... Yeah. And it's like look at the look at the competition I'm up against. Like they're up first. Cool. Whatever. Like Oh, and I had this thought about Pete Davidson. I, he's he's got to write a book for guys who can't get laid because what I don't know what his secret is, but he's, he's obviously amazing doing something right. though. He's like, got like such a weird docket of chicks though. When yeah, you look at it. But like, they're all celebrities you, and but, yeah. I mean, there was one, like, regular-ass chick in there, and she's, like, they're, he's holding hands with her own public. You know, like, a regular-ass-looking oh, yeah. chick. And I'm like, really? Like, this is cool. Like, Pete Davidson, like, that's, I think, the most appealing part is that he's actually, like, approachable. And, like, women now know that anyone is game for Pete Davidson. <laughs> well, I guess maybe it's like a combination of confidence and harmlessness. Like Yeah, and I mean, he's like, he's got, yeah, it, i seen his stand-up recently, and his stand-up was really fucking funny. He's hilarious. He's good. Like, he's, he is fucking clever. He's a smart dude, but for some reason, I think there's something about the Jewish men. And it's not about them being cut. It's about them just, I don't know. There's something in there. (laughs) All the women love it, and I love it. Like, okay, my mom did, like, Ancestry.com, whatever the shit. She made me spit into a fucking tube. And the first time I went through, it said I was 2% Jewish, and I actually got really fucking happy. (laughs) Oh yeah, and then they found out that you you don't you're not. Yeah, it changed. They like they keep updating the fucking info. I don't know what the fuck is up with that shit. I don't like we're like what are you updating? What like what changed about my spit? Did my spit migrate to like another fucking territory? Like what the fuck is like this? Doesn't quite make sense, but. Um, it also said there was like two percent Greek. He's not. <laughs> I'm looking up his information here. He's not. He's not 100 percent Jewish. He. Uh, but he's got some. His father right? has Jew, some Jewish ancestry, but also like Irish, German, Italian. He's Long Island. Okay. Yeah. Okay. His so mother is Irish, the... German. So yeah, that's just one part of his. Yeah. His makeup, yeah. Yeah. No, he's got the Long Island, like, Jew kind of, like, speak, right? Because he's from New York, right? I don't mean to sound anti-Semitic. That is not an anti-Semitic comment because I love all fucking cultures. I will go on record to say that. <laughs> I'm not pulling a Mel Gibson here. Um, But, yeah, like, he, he just, like... One of my friends had said it. They're like, yeah, he's like, blah, 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 like, you know, Long Island Jewish, blah, 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 like, so, misinformation slightly, but I guess he does have a little bit of Jew in him. Yeah, he does somewhat. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. So what uh, was your next confession? All right. So my next one. Yeah. <clears throat> my professor. I had a professor in college. She was about 50 and had long, dark hair and a big nose. And she wasn't particularly particularly attractive. On top of that, she was mean. I was forced to like her while in class to pretend that I did. Okay. Um, I'm reading the exact words that are on the page here. The weird thing is that once that one day I was listening in class and something clicked. She started look she started to look pretty to me. Did I just develop a crush? Yes. I wanted to kiss her and make love to her even though I was in my early 20s. Though it it's been years, I still think about her from time to time. Well, I mean, you know, something can happen if you're around a person for a while. If you weren't attracted to them in the beginning, you can develop an attraction. Like, I remember... Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, there have been times when I was going to school and, like, I took a look around and thought, no, nah, there's not really any attractive women here, but... After a few weeks, like suddenly something does start to change in terms of your perspective on them. They didn't change their perspective on me, but uh, I don't know when. The, I guess there's something. Maybe we have like an evolutionary holdover where when the gene pool's kind of shallow, you just you know you mate and with the gene. Yeah, I get it. Like it's like you know, you're you're just like close and like whatever to like a certain like amount of people. I mean, the like if you think about it, the ratio on getting a crush on your professor would probably be the same as getting a crush on like an unlikely classmate or like something like that. You know what I mean? Like you just be like around them so much, like all of a sudden you just like start to appreciate certain nuances about that person. And sometimes a person's uh, personality can make them attractive. That can happen. Like, yeah, uh, totally. Like there's just like something that they did that just like fucking like, you're like, Oh, Whoa, that was actually kind of hot. And you're like, I never seen you in that kind of light before. And then ever since that's the only kind of light that you can see them in. Yeah, and it's like, say you're like one of 20 scientists who are going to be working in Antarctica for six months. You may not think any of them are attractive when you get there, but... Yeah, but man, after like fucking a few months, man, you'd be fucking, (laughs) like fucking three of them at least, like maybe have an orgy. (laughs) Same Scientists could be freaky. Same same pheromones are flying around the room and, you know... This orgy is for science. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that must. I'm sure there must be lots of shenanigans going on and down in those weather research stations. Oh whatever. man, when you're like fucking secluded like that, either y'all kill each other, or y'all like fuck each other. That's really oh, what yeah. it like comes down to. Well, I remember. Like, so, I read are a, we fighting? Or are we fucking? Like, <laughs> I read a story. It might have been something like uh, Tinder or I don't know some dating app, and 
only two people in Antarctica had an account, and they ended up meeting and getting together. And so, you know, because uh, they weren't working at the same places there. So, but then again, it's not like they had to go far to meet more people. Fuck no, it's all right there. Yeah, you're, you're trapped inside, especially if it's during winter, because winter there can it can go down to like minus sixty five degrees Celsius. Like yeah, this. you gotta be inside. You can't be like hugging around outside. That's that's and you gotta stay warm, so you better fuck like. Yeah, that's the point at which like if that's a man logic. Is, yeah, men who have beards, <laughs> men who have beards, little literally grow icicles on them in that kind of. Way. I know I've seen it even out here, and it's not even that cold. Like I've seen it out here. I've seen oh. icicle fucking beard shit out in Nova Scotia, and I'm not cool with saying that but i saw it one day and i was not cool with it because that's alberta shit that's not fucking nova scotia shit that's alberta shit or, or, or better stay uh, the fuck over there and not over here <laughs> yeah that's scary when there's fucking icicles growing from man yeah that's like well okay so first of all it's like it's the weird ass mi- mixture of temperature that we got in the air and it's sort of the same thing with Alberta, but it's like almost like the different side of it all. Like it's drier. Oh yeah. Over there, and it's moist over here. Well, I remember. So the- that's sort of the difference. Like I I can't explain it because I'm not I'm not a fucking weather person, but like I've seen it both places, and I have an idea of what is happening. But I will not be able to explain that. <laughs> Toronto is a little bit warmer, but I remember. Yeah, yeah I mean, you guys are in like sort of like it's not like a valley, but like or plains. But like you guys got like a bit of a dip, right? Like where it's uh, like, yeah. yeah, you got like a pocket of like warm. Yeah, we're on the same latitude as like New York City or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually good. Well, you guys get more snow, I think, than New York. But definitely, because yeah, right. I like I spent a little bit of time in Oshawa, and I was like, damn, this is a lot of snow for like here. <laughs> yeah. But that's Oshawa. Yeah, in Nova Scotia, like sometimes it's it's blowing freezing temperatures in your face. But sometimes we get fucking a... dumped on though. Like sometimes oh, yeah. we're just like fucking shoveling our doors out, and we're like, what the fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember Krista shot some some video footage and like the snow actually like kind of bent her fence down on the ground. And yeah, the wind snow. fucking knocked one of her fences over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, man, the wind like it's like and you don't even know when that shit's coming. It's just like oh surprise, there's the wind like today just because. We're on the ocean, and the ocean just dictates our life. <laughs> yeah, totally. Whatever the ocean says, we do. We follow through with that. Well, I want to go to Sable Island one day, but I know that... Oh, man, we need to go. We need to do... Yes. Okay, Sable Island and acid. That's what we're doing. Acid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know the climate around there is really unstable. I don't know if you want to do acid there, because... No, no, we can figure something out. I know, I know some people. <laughs> they say you basically have to treat it kind of like a camping trip because yeah. you want to just spend one day. Exactly. Like, That's what weather. I'm thinking. Just one night. Yeah. We it's just like we go over there. Yeah. We like as soon as we hit the island, we drop acid. 
But, like, while the acid's kicking in, we obviously set up because, like, you don't want to wait for that shit. You you, you got to set up right away. Yeah. <laughs> you have to arrange a hell of But you bring everything that you need for the next 24 hours. <laughs> Transportation it comes in the form you of get, a helicopter ride. And if it's if the weather's too unpredictable, then you, you have to stay there until. Man, I, I think I know somebody who could probably take us in a boat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, maybe. 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 Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, right? Like, fuck it. Like, maybe we can get that guy to stay overnight so we have a boat there. Like, we could leave whenever we wanted. But we don't want to do that high shit on acid. <laughs> well, for those of those listeners who have not heard of Sable Island, it's uh, basically, it's like a sandbar, but it never went back down. There's wild grass on it, but these... these There's uh, horses. Yeah, there's wild horses on it. These people who had horses, they had to get rid of them, so they, they left them there. And now, like, on average, there's, like, a pack of, like, 150 wild horses at any given time. Seals go there to kind of mate and do their business, whatever. It'd be such it. a fucking enlightening experience, fucking. <laughs> It'd be amazing, yeah. Oh, man, like, if we fucking can, like, totally, like, nail down. Oh, man, we get Ray out there. Ray's got to go, too. It would have to be a summer thing, for sure. Yeah. Oh, no. You have to do it in the summer. Because, honestly, you don't want to do it any other time oh. of the year. Oh, God. Like, it'll be way I... too cold. Fucking the wind off the ocean. It's, like, it's kind of shitty sometimes, right? So, like, and you want to make sure that you got a good old spot. So, we'd have to scope it out first. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. it would be fun as, like, an overnight. It could be fucking yeah. sick, man. And we do a podcast there. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the five islands where it's literally five islands, and I don't know if anybody owns property there. Um, mm. I don't know if you can camp there or not. That I don't know about either. I don't know about the five islands. There's mm. McNabs as well, McNabs Island. You can just, like, go out for the day. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, I know exactly where... Um, uh, Leahy built his wall. Oh, yeah? Have you been there? No, I haven't been there, but I know where it is. That's John's Dunsworth. It's in Sambro. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, Ray would love to see that, too. No, I already told Ray about it. Yeah, Yeah, he's seen it, yeah. (laughs) He's like, i seen the thing about him building the wall, and he's like, I would love to see it. I'm like, you know what? I think... That could be arranged because the way that we are out here is, like, if we just, like, say, like, if we talk to these people, say the right things, pay our respects, be like, yo, we love John, like, we love Leahy, like, fucking so much. We loved him. And we saw the video of him building this wall. We just want to see it. They'd be like, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Oh, is it like somebody's private property? It, it's his home, basically. Oh, he did it at his home, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, just the way that we are out here, though, that's, like, uh, like honestly, you just approach it the right way, and, like, you don't make a, like, a, a big, big ordeal about it. Maybe, like, if you talk to them first, you can, like, you know, film some stuff if you want. Um... But, I mean, in respects to Leahy, like, it's, like, a nod to him, you know? Like, East Coast, like, I think they, like, absolutely love him. 
Um, or like, well, it, it's the same kind of love as uh, like we would all have for like Gordon Downey. Well, I well I have this the Ray's kind of love for John Dunsworth as well. So I'm such a yeah, he's show. amazing. He's a fucking beautiful human. Like when I met him, his fucking aura, like he was great. He was just like such a fucking awesome dude. Like it was just in passing, but he was just like super genuine, just in passing. You know, he was like, yeah, you know, like oh, it's good to meet you. I'm just, like, going to do this thing. I'll be back, blah, 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 like, and he was gone. But, like, he was, like, you could see the love in his eyes. He's amazing. Oh, that's a really cool story. Yeah, man. He's, he's a cool dude, man. Like, when it comes to people, especially people like that, like, you could just see them, like, shine. You know, you know what kind of person they are. And he was definitely a genuine dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you see, like hundred percent. All right. So my last uh, confession <laughs> is the title is "Sex with a Disabled Woman." Yes. So it's a short one. I'm not disabled myself, but I find the thought of having sex with a woman that is disabled a real turn on. Well, I mean, I've I've been attracted to disabled women, whether they be amputees or, and I know the nomenclature is controversial. Little people, midgets. Some of them are not offended by the word midget, so that's kind of a gray area. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, I still use midgets. It's not PC. It's not. I, I find little people. I saw a little person the other day, actually. Oh yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this is okay. So, remember how I was telling you earlier how I was hanging out with the riffraff yesterday? Yeah. So like, my partner ish, he like. He said he's like I can't ever really get used to seeing midgets in public. Yeah, you feel and like yeah, we don't see I them all across the time. street, and there, there he was. Like this is like there's two midgets in Halifax though, like legit, like, and I mean they've been here for like 20 years. Like I've known of these midgets for a while. There's like a white one and an Asian one. Yeah, really. <laughs> I legit, I'm so sorry, but like this is like I I can't I can't say it any other way. Like, <laughs> well, I like the porn star Bridget the Midget. Have you seen? Oh man, she was in uh, the Hustler one, the fucking ICP movie, I think. Oh, she was there. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Some crossover stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's good. She's like the brown hair kind of. Yeah, she's Latina. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, she was in it. She was in that movie. She's awesome. You know I what, love her. You know I really, still love her, too. My favorite, like, still photo that was ever taken of her was she's sucking this guy's dick, and he's standing, and she has to, like, stand up on her tippy toes to do it. It was so cute. It was a ah, Yeah. I love it. <laughs> she's, a freak. she's a freak, too. It's She's really hot. So... Um, I think I may have mentioned this before, but there's this guy, Tucker Max, and he talks about, he's a writer, he's a lawyer, he's whatever. He just, like, he writes a lot, though, like, because he has a lot of fucking alcoholic fucking 
things and he womanizes a bit, but like it's hilarious. Like the like the way he goes through shit. I'm just like, dude, you think like me and I like I can't hate you. Anyway, so one of his favorite things was like this midget convention thing. Yeah. This midget convention thing. <laughs> Um, and, um, he goes to, like, I don't know what his whole deal is. Like, the story is, like, he's, he's, he ends up at this hotel, and there's legitimately, like, a small people convention. Like, they do hold those, yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, beside himself, right? He's, like, this is something, this is, this is a fantasy, um, so he goes into detail about it, and um, I'll tell you a little bit more about it. <laughs> well, Bridget the Midget has been banned from those because one year oh, she, what, she got her. banned, yeah. Because what happened was so the day that the main event is about to occur, she was hanging out in a hotel room with a bunch of other, with a bunch of midget guys, and um. They were bored. There was just nothing to do. So she decided to pass the time by sucking all their dicks. And the people who organized the event found out about it. And they were so scandalized, they banned her from ever going back. So. She, like, she, okay, so wait. She sucked all their dicks to what? Like, just as a, a way to pass the time, you know? Oh. Oh, well, I mean, fuck. Like, what you do when you're bored is your own fucking problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. That's like, yeah, who has a problem with this? Cause like, I mean. I don't know, but like, I, I didn't know they were so. Oh, like, okay, so my dad was in here, like, scooping the cat litter, so I couldn't go into, like, full oh, detail. <laughs> yeah, so what, what Tucker Max was saying was, like, he, like, he had this big old fantasy. He's like, what if, like, I got to fuck a midget? Like, could you, like, put them on your dick and spin them like a top? <laughs> anyway, so that was that. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, what, that's what, the way he wants to do it? He yeah. was like, that was his fantasy right there, right? And, like, it turns out that's not how it works. Because, I mean, anatomy... Right? When you think about it. I think my dad totally just heard voice. <laughs> I asked out a girl who had cerebral palsy, but I uh, got turned down. Oh, what? Yeah, that That's was an old time fucking lame. Yeah. Well, she comes... I think she kind of... No, I mean, really. Helpful. It's like, well, like, man, I have a crush on you. Like, fuck. Like, and you, like, legit turned me down. Man, I hate myself. <laughs> like, that's well, she, how I would feel. I'd be like, fuck. She told Damn me. It. She told me it was because I was so much older than her, because I was 16 years older. And oh shit. Also, okay, yeah. Well, she also comes from like a very. Um, well, she was a she, was a middle class sheltering background. I think maybe she viewed someone like me as like kind of a low life. Um, True. Like that. Yeah. So, well, what uh, was the age difference really like? Well, I mean, you know, she was in her 20s, so it's not like I approached an underage girl. <laughs> but, um, 
But yeah, yeah, that's different. But there was something about her that kind of suggested that, you know, she absolutely been led a sheltered life. She just kind of had like um, not that's someone. different, who, though. Like, I yeah. mean, when you're in your like once you get past like 18, 19 and you're in your 20s or whatever, it's like you're actually considered an adult now. Like, think about like yeah. the fucking like ages before that. Once you had your period, you were an adult, and that was like way earlier. Well, I guess you know, like, I think for most people, it's like that corridor between like eighteen and twenty-five. When you get out in the world and you're figuring out who you are, if someone has the potential to become kind of a counterculture person, it would usually happen by the age of twenty-five. But she clearly, she clearly just had no inclinations. In that area, so true because nobody I, like yeah. really taught her about that stuff or like gave her like you know worldly insight. Yeah, it's like if someone be- there are people they might become a goth when they're like 23, whereas in high school maybe they were too afraid. Oh man, I was fucking a goth and it was like fucking 14, 15. <laughs> well, I mean, is that I was, like all of in that shit? Well, that that's kind of been on a downslide for quite a while now, hasn't it? There's a not- little bit. Like it hasn't been in the forefront like it used to. Like fucking steampunk had like its time for a little while. It like brought it back out for a hot second. It brought the goth culture out a little bit because of you know steampunk. Because it was just like ooh, that's like visually appealing. It's like Victorian plus like years. That's what it is. Well, you know, like I love it. I do. I love it. Victorian gears, stripes, done. Yeah, there was that. And then, <laughs> Buckles. And then there was this, there was like the scenester craze. Scenester the scenester shit. Out. Like I loved it. Like the emo scenester. Yeah. Like I don't all like the that. Music. I don't like the emo music. No, no, I like the style. The style was alright. Like it was hot. Yeah. Yeah. Milky like, I like the cleavage. little fucking clips in their hair. Milky white cleavage and that kind of thing. <laughs> Tattoos. Yeah. Piercings. Because they yeah. always had a lot of piercings. Lots oh, of piercings. Like pierced tongues and stuff like that. <laughs> so I think you're up. Yours is last. Your confession is last. All right. Okay. So this one. Oh. Second, I have to like unlock my phone. Okay, I'm into you, freak. You are an evil being you've taken from me, used me as your chauffeur for years, then throw me a tenor like you're doing me a favor. I now see why everybody in this town hates you. You like to ruin people's lives. lives. With lies. That's fucked up. You're always the victim. You're a selfish taker. Who tries to dictate. Everyone around her. All your time is up. Get on your your own damn feet. And get the fuck out. You're a mean. You are. They fucked up with. They have a you're like you are our. (laughs) Yeah. You're mean, a cheater, and accuse everybody of abusing you. You're so selfish. Don't even think about fucking with me. 
out even till the end of time. Wow. Oh. And there is this new invention called soap. Use it. You <laughs> fucking smell it. You smell always. They must be talking about a woman. Like an attractive... I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a woman or a man. Like, this could actually go a couple ways. Like, I like, I was flip-flopping a little bit when I read that. Well, you know... Because I was like, it could be a dude. Could be, like, a bisexual dude that's, like, fucking everything in sight. Or it could be, like, a chick. I don't know. Well, I mean, there are people who are very good at using others and always have a couch to surf on. And, and uh... They've got people, they're, they're stringing a lot of people along, and that's how they survive. But, yeah, I think you would have to be really attractive to pull that off. Uh, young, too. I don't think that, you know, if, if you're in your 50s, that's just kind of sad, really. What? Like being, like, well, fucking Like couch gross? user? Well, I mean, you could do that if you were a cougar. You know, there's lots of young men who want older women, I guess, wouldn't mind supporting them or something, but... Otherwise, I don't think it's going to work out if, if yeah. older men, you know. Man, like, the way that, like, it's funny, like, the way that I, like, figured out life throughout the years, I'm like, man, I almost, like, think I have to, like, try and settle down with somebody that's going to help, like, kind of be, like, part of this financially because i can't like stand up on my own two feet alone not with tattooing you need a new income yeah another yeah it's like i need to like pick up another fucking thing with benefits you know something that comes with benefits either other than the thing like it's almost like the it's like what like djs do you know what i mean like djs will make that one hit so they can do whatever the fuck they want in the background, you know? Yeah. I've seen that happen in a lot of respects. Like, um, there's a lot of people that are, like, mainstream. Like, they have that, they have a few hits. They're making those hits so that they can actually pay the bills to do the things they love, which is soul-sucking in a way. It well, sucks that we almost have to do that as an artist. It's like you well, gotta fucking to, give a piece yeah. of your soul out. Like, well, I once knew a guy who was a DJ. I don't think he got paid at all. I don't know if he got free drinks or what, but uh, he had to have a job. But the fringe benefits were the constant sex. He, you know, there were all these girls. <laughs> it was a goth club, and he was constantly banging hot goth girls, and so he decided to hang on to that one for a while. Well, I mean, like, there are benefits, but it's, like, when you look at the big picture in life, it's, like, there's certain things that you have to put in perspective. The way that, like, we all work, especially now, is that, like, we're monkeys in the whole art business. Oh, yeah. If we don't appeal to a mass, like, mass crowd, then we're not going to really amount to anything. Isn't it amazing? It's amazing we've gotten to this point where having a one-bedroom apartment is seen as a status symbol. Like, wow, you got a one-bedroom. Oh, my God, you have your own place by yourself? And there's a bedroom. It's not just one room with everything there. Yeah, well, no, like, when you look – okay, so, like, there was a link I shared about, like, a New York apartment. It was, like, 2000. And this thing, like, legit, you're, like, you're in – 
you are living in what we were talking about earlier, a fucking like storage container. Well, did a, did a girl live in the apartment? Because I saw one where like her bed was like four feet away from the door. It was like a closet. Oh, no, this is a different one. They had the option to either put, like, you could put your bed up in the loft area. Oh, I've seen, I've been in an apartment like but that. But the loft was, like, a storage unit, pretty much. Like, if anybody was normal, that area would probably, like, you wouldn't want to fucking get up in that room every fucking day and bump your head off the fucking ceiling. No, no. There's no way. Right? Like, that's how I looked at it. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, as, like it's kind of cool. It's kind of kitschy. It's kind of fucking chic and whatever. But, like, really? Is this what we fucking come down to? And this is what life. 200 grand will fucking get you? Or two grand? I mean, and a lot of those up, a lot of those loft beds, you have to like climb a ladder to get to it. And yeah, this was a ladder one. You'd yeah. have to get up there, right? Like my cat would never sleep with me, I don't think, unless I like fucking like put some things in there so she could actually get up there. Yeah, like I it's fucking know. weird to me. Like that yeah. would be a storage storage area. My home, my hometown. I would have my bed in the fucking living room. My hometown of Amherst has affordable housing, but not a lot of jobs. So that's yeah, like the jobs actually. I feel like the jobs are plentiful here, but no one's paying enough. So what? People turn them down? No, it's just the fact that like like it's not matching shit. Oh yeah. Cost of living. The cost of living is ridiculous, and like. There are options for, like, people, like, now it's getting warmer out. People can can be homeless. People can, like, go live at the, like, Salvation Army. Only, like, at the Salvation Army, it's, like, men only. So, like, you know, like, the women got to go, like, other places, whatever. I'm, like, they're putting up fucking apartment buildings for, like, I don't know who. But they're going to be nice. Like, awesome for you guys if you can afford it. But, like, no one who's still living in this goddamn province can afford that shit. Whatever they're doing. Well, it's even worse here. Crazy, man. Yeah. No, I think, you know what? I feel like it's the same all over Canada. Like, people are talking about it like it's only Halifax, but I feel like it's everywhere. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, it's well, everywhere. In Toronto, you had to you had to be a millionaire to buy a house. There's just yo NBC, no- you gotta do that here. Halifax is not even a big city, but it's getting up there. It legit is getting up there to buy a house. Yeah, you need like a million dollars. Oh yeah, they've gone up for sure. It's fucking stupid. We're getting Ontario prices out here now. That's what we're getting. Yeah, everyone, all these people move there thinking, oh, it'll be so much cheaper to live in Halifax. Mm-hmm. And they they brought up the prices. Bitch, we got fucking 15% tax on top of everything. So fuck off with that. Like, this is the worst place. Alberta, 7%. 7% tax in Alberta. Wow. Legit. 15 here like when you buy something 
$100, you gotta add $15 to that. That's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Where's this tax going? Where's it going? Oh, and all of a sudden, because I, like, fucking am a contractor, I owe tax. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you just make a straight commission, right? I make, like, peanuts, and they're telling me I fucking owe them. I hate it. I fucking hate it. So why you, you, uh, you and Krista, is it 50-50 or... Yeah, it's 50-50. Yeah. Um, we have cancellations. What I do is a luxury item. So, that being said, not everybody can afford a tattoo because, oh, maybe their kid needs fucking extra care. Maybe they got a fucking car that broke down. Maybe whatever the fuck. What I do is a luxury item. So... We get canceled usually first. No, well, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not a necessity. So, no, you don't need a tattoo to breathe or live or anything or do your job. <laughs> the only exception, but it's good for your mental sanity. <laughs> the only time it would be a necessity is if you got a swastika tattoo in jail and now you need to get rid of it. You need to get it uh, inked over somehow. <laughs> Otherwise, well, you know, I mean. There's like, okay, so I don't, I'm going to say this right now, I don't condone Nazism, but apparently, from what I've heard, jail, there's these clans and stuff, so it depends on what kind of clan you want to click with. So if you want to fucking click with the white supremacist fucking crowd, I guess you just keep it, you know? Oh, yeah. You keep rolling how you're rolling, you're fine, you got you want to weigh those options, though, like, because if that fucking clan looks weak as shit, I'd cover that. Like, I mean, as a neutral, this is just hypothetically speaking. I'm not speaking from my own, like, okay, I'd never get a swastika. We'll say that. I would never get a swastika, so there would be no problem in that respect. I love fucking... All cultures. I'm a lover of that. But if I was some white dude that fucking showed up in a jail with a swastika tattoo, you know, you have to fucking weigh your options. You yeah. can't just be like, yo, like, all right, um, I'm going to go with this weak ass fucking Nazi crew, keep my fucking swastika, and probably get beat up every day of my life. <laughs> like, or you fucking, it's survival instincts, really. <laughs> well, the uh, the administration of a prison has their rules, and then the inmates have their rules. Oh, yeah, the inmate rules are different from the fucking warden's rules. But the yeah. warden's rules coincide a little bit with the fucking inmates, because you're like, you can't fucking, there's certain things that you have to time with the warden. You know what I mean? From what I know. This is tattooing, actually. When they tattoo each other in jail, they got to fucking not be caught. By the warden. Oh yeah, right. Well, I, I think the only the only way to like uh, cover up a swastika would be like add more squares, make it a Rubik's cube or something. <laughs> yeah, you could actually you could turn it into like the fucking um pinhead fucking cube. Oh yeah, that's right. If you played it right, yeah, that's a good cover up. 
Yo, we need to fucking put this on Pinterest or something. <laughs> There's a Kids in the Hall sketch where this guy has just gotten surgery and the scar from the incision was shaped in like a swastika. It was oh, God. an accident, but it, he was like, I don't want a symbol of hate on my chest, but there's no way to get rid of it. That was funny. <laughs> How old was that sketch? Was it like early fucking... Early mid-90s or something like that. I fucking love the kids in the hall. That's why I ask. Like, <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, me too. I have all the DVDs. You do? Oh yeah, full Fuck. Story. I need to like... Okay. I need to sit and watch all those. Well, not all of them, but like... How many seasons are there? There's five seasons and then the pilot episode. And that's like Lauren Michaels did that shit too. Yeah. That's fucking dope. It's like fucking SNL, but Canadian. Yeah. Fucking love it. Lauren Michaels is like, you know what? I'm going to go back to my roots. (laughs) Yeah, because he left Saturday Night Live in 1980. And uh, so he was free to develop other things. And And then he came back, though, right? Yeah, in 1985. But he was still developing the kids in the hall. So, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Lauren Michaels, man. I met Mark McKinney once. Met him on you the... did? Yeah. Oh yeah, my that was... god, that's amazing. I didn't have Mark a McKinney. That. Which one was that? Was that the chicken lady guy? That's right. That's him. Yep. Yeah, in the yes. Pressure. I yeah. knew it. Okay, so he was on Lilo and Stitch. He was like the the one eyed fucking monster on Lilo and Stitch. Oh, was that was him? That was him, man. Yes. I'm a Disney kid. I I will not like I'm not embarrassed to even admit it. Like I love Disney. I love it. I am trying to be a Disney princess out here in the fucking sticks in Nova Scotia. <laughs> not easy, that's for sure. No, it's not. Okay, but like still, I'm like making strides with the crows right now, and I'm also I've seen the deer come by. There's like four of them. It's like a family of them, I think. They come by like sporadically. It's like there's no rhyme or reason to when they come by. Because like mom was like, today she's like, I think somebody killed them. I'm like, no, they just come by like so weirdly. Like there's no like, I've seen them come by like, it's like it, t- it, t- it, take- it took them like a month. To come by. Like a whole month. And then I'm like, oh, cool, you're still alive. That's awesome. <laughs> or at least I think that's who you are. But they they all look kind of um, similar. Very similar to the ones that come by. Because it's usually like no more than four deer. And there's only been one raccoon. And I'm really sad about that. Because I wish there was actually more raccoon. Does a moose ever come around? No, I haven't seen a moose out here. I've seen a fox, like, very, very, very rarely out here. But I haven't seen one in the last few years. It's been a long time since I've seen a fox. And I'm really a bit, I'm actually a bit sad about that. Especially, like, fox the raccoon, super sad. Because, like... I had never seen a raccoon out here, and he just, like, kind of appeared one night when I was, like, about to go for a smoke, and it was just, like, eating, like, 
the scraps off the ground that I threw out, right? Because it's like for the birds, for the deer, for whatever the fuck animal wants to eat it. Like it's for the animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my like my attempts in being a fucking Disney princess. So like I'm throwing shit out to animals, and like I've noticed like you know sort of like a a routine, and when they show up, so. Yeah, the deer show up. It's there. Sometimes they'll show up like once a month. Sometimes they'll be like twice in one week. Sometimes they'll it'll be like once every week. Like they like they show up really infrequently, but they show up. The fucking raccoon. I saw him once. And I still I'm waiting. <laughs> and the fucking birds. The birds like. I'm trying to win them over. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be real, I'm trying to win all the woodland fucking creatures out here over, but it's going to be hard. Like, the partridges are not having a part in that. They're just not. They're like, as soon as they hear anything in the house, if you stir in the house, they're like, they're gone. They're just fucking, like, bolting. But um, there's a part of me that's like... What if we catch one and eat it? <laughs> yeah. Partridge would be nice to eat. Especially like one of the ones out here. Yeah, I didn't even know there were partridges down there. There are. Oh, all well, that partridge. Well, maybe. Is it a fucking partridge? It's like the green and white fucking thing. That's like. That's the dude one. It's like green. And the head. It's got the white stripe. Is it partridges? Pheasants. It might be pheasants. Have you seen any cardinals? No, but my mom saw one once. She's yeah. like, it's super rare. She saw one once and I was like, fucking bitch. Yeah, I liked them a lot. I was kind of pissed off because I wish I would have seen one. Damn. Well, I think we just blew our wad. I think. Yeah. We're ready to pass out and get the towel. I think. Get the towel. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go get the towel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta. That's get the, the towel. man's job. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're like we were so off the rails. Honestly, like this is like the most off the rails one we've ever done. We like briefly touched on the subject and just like kind of like just went on our own shit, which I love. <laughs> but that, that's standard operating procedure. This point. good, good. I'm glad to hear that. That's like at least we, at least I know I did the right thing. I yeah. did my part. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me this week, my dear. And uh, well, thank you. Yeah. And talk <laughs> to you next week. Yes, or in the next like few, whatever's yeah. days or hours, whatever. Have a good one. Yeah. Take care. Bye bye.